What's going on, good people of Cherokee County? Big Matt Diamonds Dean in the house. How y'all doing? Man, I'm good. Uh, tonight, guys, this is a uh, just a special edition podcast we're going to do. The Battle of Highway 68. Yeah, we'll Cedar Bluff. Uh, there's a lot of history between the schools. Uh, only a few miles down the road separates them. I uh, hope everybody's enjoyed the little YouTube video that I made put out. I think we have. We've, I thought it was good. Yeah, I just thought something. I wanted to highlight the game. Uh, they get, did not get to play last year, so... Anyway, there's a lot of history uh, between these schools and, you know, just us talking about it. It was like, you know, instead of us talking about it, the reason we started the show was us, you know, talking about football and thought, well, why don't we just record ourselves doing it? Well, the same thing here. If we're going to talk about the game, mm-hmm. why don't we just, uh, just record it? Yeah, just yeah. record it while we talk about it. Right. So uh, tonight, guys, like I said, this is going to be some history between Cedar Bluff and Gelsel. So I um, hope everybody enjoys it. We got some inside information. Yeah, Actually, we did. Uh, Dean just got off the phone with Coach Benefield, which coached at Cedar Bluff from. He said seventy-one through seventy-seven. So we got some more info there. Um, I went over and talked to uh, Brian Knapp today. Of course, his granddaddy was a big part of that school and yeah, kind of getting coached there in the fifties. Turned around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, let's just get right into it. Uh, All right. This is going to be brought to you by Colbert Law Firm, Corey over at Center. Yeah, who started it, Gil? <laughs> yeah, so that's this brought to you by him, uh, Colbert Law Firm. If you need any kind of law help or advice, uh, go by and see him, man. He's just he's just a good guy. He'll mm-hmm. he'll point you in the right direction if he can't help you. You know he he'll find Oh yeah, he's help. a good fella. Um, so anyway. Uh, City Bluff Gelsville, looks like 1930, this thing started off, guys. And I'm going to share some early history. Then Dean's going to roll into some um, 60s, 70s, and up. Uh, it's 91 years they've been playing. They've played 85 games, Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series is led by Cedar Bluff 63 to Gelsville's 20. Had two ties. Uh, the first game, like I said, was in 1930. Gelsville won 62 to nothing. You know, I think that was back when... It's 30 or 31, Gillsville win 11 and 0. Yeah. So, uh, well, the next year, they won 52, 52 to nothing. that may have been the 31 thing. And then 32, they won 32 to nothing. Wow. Uh, uh-huh. 33, they did not play a game. I'll just run through these years. Okay. 34, Cedar Bluff comes, wins their first one against Gillsville. In 34, they win 7 to 6. Uh, Gillsville wins the next year in 35, 26 to nothing. They tied each other in 36, was the first tie. They tied 7 to 7. 37, they did not play a game, uh, did not play each other. 38, Cedar Bluff wins 13 to nothing. 39, Cedar Bluff won 13 to nothing again. Mm-hmm. Now, in the 40s, things get a little weird because of World War II. Right. Uh, so right. in 40, they didn't play each they other. They didn't play. And then 42 to 45, neither of the schools no team. fielded a football team. Oh, God, what a terrible time. I know, yeah. That's, I mean, even if you wasn't over there. Yeah, it would be weird to you know be at school and like, no. You know, nothing. I, yeah, it's just. People were having to go out and work in factories and, yeah. and pitch in, and everybody had to do their part mm. to try to get this country. I didn't country. even think about that until you just mentioned that. Yeah, really. it would be. It'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, now, 46, uh, Coach Bruce came mm-hmm. his first year, 1946. They did not play that year. Or 47, they just wouldn't, they didn't schedule each other. 48, uh, Coach Bruce coached his first game against Galesville, uh over here at Cedar Bluff, and they won 25 to nothing. Uh, that was in that same year, Coach Ed Cavan from Gelsville. That was a lot his of Cavins in Gelsville. Yeah, that was his first year over there. All right. uh, now, 1954, that's kind of through the 30s and 40s, some of the early history mm-hmm. of Cedar Bluff and Gelsville. But now, some of the coaches I like to share, uh, these are like in the 
early 50s and, and then even back some of them in the 30s and there's some coaches that kind of moved around between schools okay. that you may recognize some of these names. Not everybody will. If you're my age or older, mm-hmm. uh, people know who Tarzan White was. Right, right. What Now, what year was he then? Mama talked about him. She would go over to Little River Canyon, just a little side note. Mm-hmm. In the winter, she might go to walk or, or just, you know, enjoy the scenery or something. Maybe her and daddy go do whatever. Uh, in the 60s, just have a picnic or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'd be out there in the winter at swimming. No, really? Yes. Tough guy. So you knew it was cold in the summer. I mean, we all remember our young days of swimming at the canyon in the summer, how cold it was. Right. Imagine being over there in October swimming. Yeah, November. yeah, it'd be pretty. 54, he'd come over there and coached for one year uh, at Galesville. Uh, I didn't write his record down. He was like four, I, and, four and two or something. Well, I knew he was there for one year, but I yeah. didn't know what year it was. Okay. You know, he played pro football. I know, yeah, 54. Uh, he used to toughen himself up by rolling off the house to get himself. <laughs> that's, that's the Let's story. Let's start trying that. I, yeah, I'm going to pass You going to go to mine? Or, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty steep. I don't want to fall in those pecans. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's money right there, but we may split that. Uh, and, of course, the next year's come right ahead there. We'll, of course, talk about Brian's grandfather. Roy. Roy yeah. Knapp. His first year was 57. Uh, he went 5-2 and two that year. He coached. He was head coach stuff 56-60. to 60. Now, they didn't play a home game on their field over there at Galesville uh-huh. for those years. And when talking to Brian today, um, they were fixing their field. They uh-huh. had two games that were considered home games. Where did they play? Yeah. At Cedar Bluff. At Cedar Bluff. That okay. was the, the record book shows at Cedar Bluff. Um, you know, one year there, he was considered a state champion. Yes. Uh, well, let's see. Cedar Bluff was crowned. Was crowned. Horse Riders 56. 59. Nine, okay, 59. 59. 61. I think Roy was, what, 58, 57? Yeah, I think 57, 57 or 58. Uh, now, uh, here's some interesting, interesting about their field. tidbits that I found out while I was over there today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were kind of going through some of that stuff. Um, Brian's dad threw the first touchdown at the new field at Gillsville to Roy Wynn. Mm, the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. So, Brian's daddy threw the first touchdown on Gelsel Field. Yep. Okay. Now, also, here's a little uh, tidbit, too, to go along with what we're talking about tonight. Gelsel Cedar Bluff, guys, if y'all are just kind of catching in the middle, we're just doing a pretty uh, interesting uh, Battle of Highway 68. Me and Dean, mm-hmm. are, we're, we're history people, so uh, we're going to start doing some podcasts, um, we'll say, right here in the middle of this. We're going to start rounding up some old coaches and uh, just going and sitting visiting with them and just doing this. Yeah, yeah. That that those stories are going to get gone when they die. Uh, we almost had Coach Johnson, uh, God rest his soul. We Nearly. almost had him on here, man. And he, actually, he wouldn't come on here because of the right. COVID he said, "Let it calm down," and it did a little while. And I said, "Well, we'll come to your place and we'll distance, and I'll just set a phone up." And he was game to do it. He wanted mm-hmm. to do it, uh, but Lord called him on home to the big football field in the sky, <laughs> and, and and it is what it is. But I don't want to miss any more opportunities. So, uh, Buddy and uh, and Benefield, we'd like to. Yeah, yeah, we can get Buddy in that Benefield. Uh, I enjoyed the ten minutes I talked I to him. He told me some good stuff. Yeah, you could go to him. Which line. I'll go over yeah. when we. These old guys, they have, and they love talking about it. it reminds them of their younger times. Oh yeah, he act like were, he really enjoyed oh, yeah. that phone call. <laughs> yeah, Daddy would do it, or your Daddy talk uh-huh. about stuff because there's stuff out there. It's just not gonna. 
It's just not in the newspapers. They just didn't have enough reporters. I like messing with Daddy. Talk about, you know, y'all gave up a lot of points on defense, didn't you? Six go, all year. He's like, huh? No, we didn't give up. 19, Todd. Oh. <laughs> uh, also, now, at 57, when uh, Coach Knapp came, Roy, at Cedar Bluff, Joe Penny came. Joe Penny went 3-7 at Cedar Bluff. Uh, Coach Bruce had left Cedar Bluff. To go to Georgia. Went to Georgia, and then he winds up coming back. I wonder where he coached in Georgia. Uh, it told in his thing. Was it Davis? It might not have been. Daddy said they used to play a team called Davis, Georgia, that did not have a, does not have a team anymore. If you guys want to know that are like us, just type in AHSA, Cedar Bluff, and uh, you can go to the history part there and type That's on. That's what I got go right to, here. You can go to the, the team thing, and, of course, they'll become up and go to coaches and click the coaches tab on the very top mm-hmm. and find Coach Bruce and tap on that. And once you tap coaches and Coach Bruce, it'll give his whole story. Right, before he right. Those it's years. good. That, that site's great. Oh, yeah. For I, me, I was you, reading I, about amazing teams last night. We got in rabbit holes last year, remember? Because yeah. when uh, Fife and Piedmont played, I did a whole breakdown of oh, yeah. Cedar Bluff and Spring Garden played. I did a big mm-hmm. breakdown of that. And maybe that, uh, on a side note, that, that rival may be coming back as we talked about with Coach Howard. If you missed that podcast, go back before this one, check Coach Howard out. Right. If uh, Spring Garden goes back 1A, they would like to get back in this region and uh, bring that rivalry back to Cedar Bluff and Spring Garden. Now, uh, these are some other coaches that I kind of found how right. they were from one school to another. Now, back then, a lot of these old guys that was in the county – They'd be at one school for a few years. Well, they'd go to the other school for a few years. Uh-huh. Um, now, Gillsville, uh, and, and their names, uh, Dick Hamner, 29 to 33. Uh-huh. Uh, he went uh, 25 0 and 2. Uh, Red, which Coach Knapp, Brian. 25 0 and 2. <laughs> Coach Knapp had told me about this guy. Red, yeah, I've heard some stuff Brian, about him. He went him. 34 and 30. He, went, he played coach there from 34 to 35. He, he went, went 95. 95. Yeah. Now, this name here. Remember this and Bulldog Johnson. I don't remember him. Forty, he coached there at Gilsell in forty-one. He went six and two, had a good season, and then uh, Bobby Beckett, of course, in ninety-two yeah. to three, he was twelve and eight, had a great uh-huh. record. Uh, Doug Davis was the principal over at Center Wild, was the uh-huh. VP at Center Bluff a while. He was at Gilsell from eighty-seven, eighty-eight. He went eleven and nine, not a bad uh, season there. Uh-huh. And Jeff, uh, he's over there helping now. Nelson, uh, he was over there he from is. ninety-eight to two thousand. And then Brian's been there, uh, Knapp's been there since 19 to right. present day. And old David Bedwell. He was there for a while. 81 to 85. He went 26 and 24 in the Cedar Bluff. Now listen to this. Uh-huh. Remember I told you, remember that name, Bulldog Johnson? Uh-huh. Well, after he left uh, Cedar Bluff, he was there from 35 to 38. He went 21, 7 and 2. Uh-huh. From 38, well, the next year he come on over here to Gelsel and coached. Really? Yeah. From 41 oh, okay. right before Bulldog. the war. And then they had Red Garrett. Uh, he was one of their first coaches at Cedar Bluff from 32 to 34. He went 11, 10, and 2. Um, those are just some. That's just some old time coaches. Yeah, old right? coaches. Well, some, and some new Back in the 20s and 30s, and then Coach Cloud, of course, a friend of ours. Right. Brian came over there and what? He was there from 01. He might have the longest tenure there. 1 to 12? 1 through 12, yes. Yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Matt, some others. I've just got a few more names. Jack Jones, Coach. Uh, Jeff Bullen and Steve Ray had a nine, had a undefeated regular season. Uh, Weldon Parrish, Coach Ronnie Burt and that bunch, J.W. Myrick, they went to the, finished three in the state. 
and Vernon Jackson. That's the only other three I've got. Now, let me um, ask you something here. Well, with Bullen, uh, Bullen graduated in 80. He graduated. Wide receiver, right? Right, 81. 81. Now, 80 football season. That 80 up. season, they went undefeated and they lost their They lost the one. They lost in the game. First, the playoff game. They lost to Madison. The Madison they had tied trying. Yeah. So they went 9 0 and 1, or 10. 9 1 and 1. They uh, played 11 games. Of course, Jeff went on Jacksonville State. He mm. was all state out of out of Gelsville. Right. There, and Steve he, Ray was all state quarterback. Man, I mean, I John Watwood. I'd like to see them play, wouldn't you? I would have. Aaron. Run and shoot there back in 1980. Yeah, we're talking about late 70s. Steve told me, Steve Ray told me that he threw 24 times a game average. See, that's a lot. We're talking about, now guys remember this now. We're talking and about, everybody talked about, they didn't run back so back then. Well, they did. <laughs> and, and uh, He threw for 2,100 yards, man. And the coat, let's see. That was Jones. That was in, in, when years. Bullen played. Coaching years. Who was the coach then? Jack Jones. Jack Jones, okay, there you go. Jack so, but coach, I don't know how long Jack Jones was there. Coach Jack, um, yeah, wherever he's at, or I mean, he it, passed away. It's not been long. Yeah, so he, he loved to throw the football in the seventies in in one A rural Alabama. Now he did coach at Coosa some too. I actually coached with a guy that loved Jack Jones. He said Jack Jones was my coach at Coosa. Hmm. And I don't know if anybody listened to this. Obviously, y'all can correct us if you see us. I don't. He may have been there three or four years. I'm not 100% sure that Cloudus may have the longest tenure. Yeah, I think I, I remember looking through coaches. I think I think that's right. I'm pretty sure. And I know that Parrish and Foster were there in the early 70s. And, you know, Gillsville had two teams finishing the top five in the state in 75 and 70. And uh, Vernon Jackson, I'll tell you a story on that in a minute. Bullen come to coach at Cedar Bluff, and Vernon Jackson was the coach at Red Bud. Mm-hmm. And uh, they matched up. Mm-hmm. No wait. I remember playing them. I mean, I remember wait. seeing it when, when y'all were. When I was. I am sorry, y'all. I'm telling y'all wrong. Vernon Jackson was the assistant on there. Dale Foster was the head coach. Yeah. Dale Foster. I don't know. I, obviously, we didn't see any of those games, and this is in the mid '70s. But it's when Johnny Mac Dupree played. Yeah. Okay. And Ricky Whelan, Dale, Shane Dodd's daddy. Oh yeah, he ran. Randy, uh, yeah, I don't. Obviously, we didn't see none of that. You wasn't born, no, and I, I was born till seventy-seven. But uh, Dale Foster was their coach. My bad. Vernon Jackson was an assistant. Now, um, I've shared some of the early parts here, which we about halfway through, so we hitting time about right. Um, okay. Again, we appreciate y'all for listening to the podcast. This is again, uh, this is just a sit down here. We're gonna go over Cedar Bluff, Gelsville, Battle of Highway sixty-eight. And we're going to start doing a few more things. Remind you again, we're going to catch some of these older guys, and we're going to try to get history locked in here, Dean, so we can okay. always have it. Maybe Marcus may want to know something one day. Our it kids, could. It, they've, got, they've got a better – I know for the last 30 years – It's good now. It's been dumb. Just the 80s. Right. It's been – Cedar Bluff's won most of them, except for but I remember 95 and 11. But uh, a lot of years – from 74 to 88, what I'm fixing to go over, it was fantastic. Like when Daddy graduated in, in 72, mm-hmm. um, Danny Brown had said that, you know, there are some boxes, uh, if you're familiar with the old Cedar Bluff School in the old gym, mm-hmm. behind the, the uh, where we did plays up there on the, mm-hmm. there was a room back there and they kept film and it got wet and then your daddy's, mm-hmm. he corrected that too and said, yeah, when he was principal there and stuff that, 
when it ain't off there, you know. Right, right. It's just stuff got wet, this old film, and it just got ruined. It just and, got ruined. Well, so, see, there got a rumor out that Danny just threw it away. That There's more to that. He didn't just talk. He it. did throw it away, but because it was wet, it ruined. was ruined. <laughs> it was ruined. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, anyway, this is Dean's got stuff from like. 60s on up to ladies and stuff. Well, I actually did a 15 year because I had to have a stopping point. Yeah. But in the early 60s, when Jim Bushland and David Bevel and all them played, of course, Sutter Bluff didn't lose to anybody. Mm-hmm. Then in the late 60s, Gillsville kind of took back over. In the early 70s, when your daddy and Walter Clifton and them played, they took back over. But this is starting in 74. Uh, Galesville won 20 to 7. This is the Johnny Mac Dupree. 74, era. they won 20 to 7. If anybody knows anything about Johnny Mac Dupree. Uh, 75, which Randy Dodd told, and I know he's telling the truth, I've looked it up. They went, Galesville went 11 and 1 and got wow. beat by the state champion. Who was the, I wonder who it was. That was Johnny Mac Dupree. Uh, I mean, Rambert. It was Rambert. How about Rambert. that? There's some more. That's why you hit the That's subscribe. That's why you hit the subscribe <laughs> See, Cedar Bluff lost to Gillsville that year, 20-14. to 14. Of course, that's Johnny Mac Dupree again. And let me go to the next year here, 76. Now, this is the one Coach Benefield just told us about. Okay. Cedar Bluff won 28-27. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but then you know what he what said about Duke? 76. Okay. He said Dupree got his yards, 235, but he said John Barnes came. What, 280? Yeah, wow, well, yeah. 280. I'm telling you, this was a – Good rivalry at this point. Okay, 77. That was a great Cedar, year, by the way. Yes, great year. Uh, well, that was Cedar Bluff was very good that year. They beat Galesville pretty good that year. Small, young type. Gadsden, Alabama, you know, where I was. <laughs> <laughs> 78. Galesville beat Cedar Bluff 6 to nothing. Okay, I know this is this is time-consuming, but it's, it's fun. 79. Cedar Bluff beat Galesville 12-6. Oh, you're talking about yourself when you were born down there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about football. <laughs> All right. 80. Now, listen to this. This is Will and them, senior. And I remember this, Matt. Gillsville, 36 to 8. Wow. Well, they put it down a bit. Man. I'll never forget it, Matt. What year was that? 70. That'd be 80. Okay, that's Bowling's senior year. Well, they had a great football team. Well, Cedar Bluff went up on them 8 to nothing. I remember Daddy after going, boy, that Bowling and Ray killed us. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I remember, do you remember Fred Stallings? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Frederick. He broke a touchdown. Yeah. I'm like, man, Fred's great. Next thing I know, it's 36-8. to eight. Uh, And I'm like, what in the world happened? I didn't even know as a kid. Now, Matt, here's where this rivalry really gets intense in the scores. All right, listen to this. 3 nothing, Gillsville in 81. 3 to nothing. 3 to nothing. And who kicked that field goal, I wonder? We, well, I do know who kicked the second one, but I don't know who kicked that one. And I tried to find out today, but I couldn't. Look at this, 82, 14-12, Gillsville. And I talked to a guy said they had a goal line stand. Cedar Bluff did. See, that's, again, that's, <laughs> that's why, why you subscribe. That's why you guys subscribe to Big Matt Diamond Dean. Goal line stand. Okay, 83. Let's move on to 83. This would be in the David Blevins era. Cedar Bluff won 12-7. 84. This one, Manny and them was getting down up there. Gilfa won ten to seven. Man, okay, and a buddy of ours, Tim Colbert, yeah. kicked the game-winning field goal. I talked to him today. How about that? He said, "I said, well, did you kick it?" He goes, "I don't know. I just kicked the game-winning field goal. I don't know when it was." <laughs> he goes, "That's thirty-seven years ago, man." <laughs> See, we got. It. That's why we record this stuff. <laughs> 
This stuff's going to get away, and people's never going to know it. Never going to know it. So, Tim Colbert, your mailman, kicked the game-winning field goal and gets to the bluff and A for it. And, you know, I didn't realize it. He told me that before, and I never thought nothing about it. That's a pretty big deal. Sure it is, yeah. All right, when David Blevins and Tony Kramer seniors, they won 26-3. to That was a good team. 86. 86. 21 nothing Cedar Bluff. 87. 12 nothing Gills. Wow. Yeah. Now, some of this, 87 and up, I remember mm-hmm. uh, being at the school. Uh, I remember coming to the games. Mama would take me to the mm-hmm. games. Uh, your mom was a teacher, Miss Clifton. Right. I was right. in elementary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dressed up and decorated the halls. Your mom, Miss Clifton, Miss Novak, Miss Hampton. Right, right. They, would, they were serious about it, Oh, they? hey, let me tell you something. Because, I mean, they were, you know I mean, like Miss Kathy Hampton. She was a cheerleader at Cedar Bluff. And yeah, I, she was. They'd wear those red dresses, you know, with the belts in the middle. Yeah, and, yeah. And they'd have their tiger paws. And your mom would have, like, big papers out down the hallway. And in uh, uh, the Galesville week, it was a big deal. You, you knew it was. You knew when you were playing Galesville. And when we got to go to lunch... Um, I would see, you know, the players with their jerseys on, and it mm-hmm. was cool, and uh, you wanted to play football. So and Back when Devlin and them were playing. Well, see, I was, no, let's see, if I was third grade, Feb and them would have been sixth graders. It's no knock against Galesville at all, but no. when, the, during the Devlin years, I they wouldn't Cedar Bluff dominated. Well, they that. was beating everybody. It's not they nothing against them. Yeah. They, they were, I mean, you know, we almost beat Cortland that year, 94 or 5, I mean. But uh, you know, Matt in '88, Gillsville got beat eight to seven. I remember uh, that game because I rode the bench that year. But Eric Horton scored that. Yeah, he was and good. Tim Grace. Uh, well, the, yeah, and Eric. But Gillsville held them the whole game, and Cedar Bluff got the ball back with about four minutes left and scored drove late. seventy-five yards, and went for two and got it. I think Eric ran in the two. Tim might have scored a touchdown or vice versa. Yeah, and pretty much since then. There's been some good games. Don't get me wrong. And what would, but that was the prime of the, the rivalry. Reedify, you know what he's saying there. Mm-hmm. If you go back and, and listen to this, and back it up there a few minutes. You know mm-hmm. these scores are all close. They were through in that time. I mean, I mean, there was no none of those scores was fifty to nothing. No, none of them. None of them. It's twelve to six, seven to eight, six to nothing, three to nothing. One. Game. Three to nothing. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven. <laughs> That's some, yeah. 10 7, 12 7, 8 7. And those kind of things, and it being so close, and, uh, you know, the rivalry is real. And <clears throat> 13 12 and 94. Let me tell you about that game, and you may remember that, which Shane Dodd was the quarterback. I think Jermaine and Tyrone were the running backs for uh, yeah. Cedar Bluff. Because I remember T.J. Hill saying, how they only win 13 to 12? Oh, they right. had 400 yards. Uh, 2000 or 99? Mid-90s. Yeah. I, Red, no, might have been. Red's a little one year younger than you, right? Yeah, one, yeah, he's a year. No, one year older. Who? No, uh, Shane Dodd. Yes, a year older. Okay. Yeah. So they beat Cedar. He was class ninety five. Okay, so I think I'm pretty sure that's right. Gilville scored on the last play of the game against Cedar Bluff to make it thirteen to twelve. And yeah, Chris Talent. Yeah, he threw a touch. He threw a pass. To Chris Talent. Yeah, well, he was good. And then they went for two, and Cedar Bluff stopped them, mm. thirteen to twelve. And uh, then they beat them the next year. And then I think in 2000, one of Brian's years, Cloudus's, 2007, Galesville was down one and went for two in Cedar Bluff. And they didn't get it. Lost by one. And then, of course, in 2011, when Gage Davis played there, they won by one, right? 
Yeah, that was the over at Galesville. The, the touchdown got called back. The pass, the mm-hmm. DJ uh, pointed up in the air. Yeah. The ref, I've never seen that call before. I've never they seen did. it They again. called it back for Taunton. Yeah, that was the, that was a good one, forty to thirty nine, right? Yep, yeah. And uh, so the rivalry's all, and, and, the, and the towns are close, and uh, but you know, as we played as young people, uh, you know, on the weekends when you seen each other, you know, we're all buddies. And I always out. liked the Gillsville guys. Always. Yeah, I always got along with from mm-hmm. Justin to Red to Brian to Sean. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, of course, and of course, Sean was a ripper and tire over there. Well, Sean had the big kickoff return where Devlin Clifton was. He outran Devlin Clifton. Yeah, yeah, that really happened, guys. If y'all were, I used to kid Sean say Devlin just caught a cramp, but he didn't. <laughs> the truth was, he did not. No, yeah, Sean was, he was good. And Devlin had a little bit of an angle. Yeah, I've heard that. And he just, I've heard that from a few people. Kurt, our your, your center city sheriff, Blankenship, uh-huh. uh, he, he told that. Too. I saw it. I mean, I remember him running touchdown and Joey and Devlin. Uh, now, I'm not taking nothing away from John at all, but the game wasn't very close. Yeah. It was for a while. Guilford wasn't bad that year. Uh, but, you know, like you said, Devlin and them were pretty good. They were special. They were a little above average. Yeah, they were They were special. Yeah. I mean, they were beating a lot of people. They could play with anybody. Yeah. You know, me and uh, Cruz Butts, and I think you might have decided, too. We about decided he may be the best player that's ever played at Cedar. But because they just went from a level of, to another level of winning with him when he with came. Devlin, yeah. Well, he's just he was so versatile. I mean, and mm-hmm. his his defensive play was yeah. I mean, exactly. good too. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. you know, and people say, well, now David Blevins and Tony Craig. Well, yes, yeah. they were great, but Devlin took the teams from six wins a year to ten. Yeah, every year. Yeah, and they could play with absolutely anybody. Yeah, which you know they could when Tyrone Moore and Josh sure, Logan yeah. and them played too. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy Bryant and. Oh, the Cole. When we love Cole too. I mean, we his game was great. Jamie Hampton. Yeah, we, we talked about them the other night. Yeah, you know. well, I don't want to get off. I'm getting off yeah. on a rabbit hole there. That's okay. Yeah, well, it's what uh, we're talking about. You know, Gills will Cedar Bluff. It's always been a good game. We we're both going to be there uh, Friday. We're covering that game next weekend. We'll be at Sandrock versus Spring Garden. Yeah, yeah, we're looking it's forward to that. It's going to be a big, that. big time uh, region I game. May go. I'm off next week. I may go somewhere Wednesday, but I'm coming back Friday for that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna kind of decide that region. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. So the Battle of Highway sixty eight guys. Well, let me say one thing, and that looks lopsided, but as you can see, I mean, how many one point games? Six. It's been that's, a better rivalry than people think. That's just the ones you talked about. I mean, in the ones I went through, there's no uh, the worst d- defeat by Cedar Bluff uh, or by, well. Gelsel owns the rights to the worst defeats, it looks like to me. I mean, 60s and 50s to nothing. Oh, gosh. Now, yeah. once uh, over here in the mid-30s and later 30s. Cedar Bluff started. The, they started winning some, but the uh, the deficits are a touchdown or two. Well, and right here, you know, when 34 is one point. I mean, you got guys kicking field goals to win, people going for two to win and not getting it or getting it. 1948 right here, uh, Cedar Bluff wins 25 nothing. That's the That's the biggest. That's the worst loss uh, in this old times in the 30s and 40s uh, that you, you know, you come up with. Uh, So, anyway, it's fun talking about that stuff. Yeah, it is. uh, We want to bring a little light to the rivalry because, you know, we went to school there. And, of course, we're friends with all the people. Five miles from from the other one. I help coach there. I love girls. Yeah, my mama taught school over there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always been we're friends with people over there. So, we we didn't get to play last year. This is why I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. We didn't get to play last year. Good idea. 
and I want to bring something back because my son and the seniors from last year from Gillsville, DJ and all that class, mm-hmm. they got robbed because of something that was out of control for, right. of them. Right. And they're, they're kids, and they missed a memory of their senior year. I don't like it. So what Thank can I do about it? Instead of just griping about it, you know how I am. Yeah. Do something about it. So I yeah. made a video where we can do a podcast, talk about the rivalry, and get people excited about the game tomorrow night, Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect a good one. I, I don't know. You know, we just have to see. 86th meeting between Gills on Cedar Bluff. Identical 86. records right now, right? Well, Gills was four and three. Cedar uh, Bluff's three and three. 86 meetings. 86, and, and Gills will celebrate their 150th year of being a school over there this year. Mm-hmm. Cedar and, Bluff's uh, at 100, I hear. Yes, at Centennial. So, and, and you got another nap coaching. I mean, we've had right. naps at Gills. And, and you got a Beckett. And you got a Beckett <laughs> that was at Gills that coached in his granddaddy, and they. Uh, his granddaddy and um, so both coaches and their daddy have and, all had connections. And Alan's daddy coached together at Chattooga when Brian was right, right. So they've their parents or grandparents have coached together, and and like Brian knows Alan very right. well. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not like well, you got a new coach at Cedar Bluff. How's he going to you know match up? Is he going to be able to pick the brain of Brian? That well, they know each other they know their each whole other. life. Right, right. Uh, the Beckets and Naps go way back. Yeah, way back. So uh, it's fun breaking this stuff down. It is. It's it is. A lot of have, connections. It's good to have two uh, good, uh, good younger. You know, Alan's not a lot older than us. Like, no, no. Good clean two coaches. Years, maybe that brings some tradition back to. Uh, you know, it kind of some old names. Mm-hmm. You know, for Cedar Bluff and Gills, yeah. some Beckett's and Naps are, are battling out in the '86 Battle of Highway 68. We thank you guys for tuning in. We'll, we'll spend time there. with us. So yeah, we enjoyed that. Yeah, enjoyed. We're talking about that stuff. Good enjoy. job, Dean. You too, buddy. All you right. too. I enjoyed it. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.